Welcome to the Las Cruces Roundup. My name is Ben Beard, owner of Redcliffe Homes. We are featuring your favorite local businesses here in the Las Cruces and Mesilla areas. Thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Las Cruces Roundup. Our guest today is John Floyd with Custom Cartridge. John, welcome to the show. Hi there. How's it going, Ben? Awesome. Cool. Thanks for having us today. Tell yeah. us uh, a little bit about who you are and, and tell us about your business. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, my name's John Floyd. Uh, I'm a lifetime resident of Las Cruces, New Mexico. My great-great-grandparents uh, lived here. We lived here when it was even before Mexico, and so I've seen it come and go and come and go. And uh, had traditionally been in the restaurant coffee industry, and worked with Nessa's Cafe as my brother and his wife's cafe, and then I had Main Street Vintage Mercado downtown, and then this opened up, the gun store opened up, and it was kind of unexpected. It came about during the turmoil and troubles that we all faced last year for the hmm. rioting, the, the election year, all that kind of stuff uh, is when this came up uh, to be. Okay. So what, uh, what got you into this as opposed to the coffee shop? That's pretty different environment. I, yeah, it's a real uh, drastic change, and uh, what it was was necessity, luck, timing, chance. I've always been involved in firearms, shooting, hunting, uh, competing, collecting, okay. but I never had ever dreamed of using it as like a way to make a living. Well, my coffee shop had to shut down March of last year because of the COVID-19 epidemic, pandemic, um, and all the lockdowns that, that followed. And uh, during the George Floyd riots one night while down there protecting my coffee shop from people throwing bricks, the former owner of, of here, a longtime friend of mine, uh, he told me he wanted to retire and he wanted me to buy the gun store from him and take over and he had some real grave concerns that the restaurant industry wasn't going to be around mm -hmm. any longer and I needed to start looking and seeing what was really happening with all that and, and I thanked him and told him there was no way I would ever uh, leave the coffee shop, man. This is where my life is. This is where I'm invested. This is what I know. Yeah. And things got so bad a week later. Uh, I came over and talked with him, so let's do it. Well, yes, sir. Okay. So you've owned this store for uh, what? Since not no quite a year. No, no, since November first of last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. The store has been around itself for 26 years, though. Okay. I'm the third owner of it. Okay. And uh, plan to keep it going for another 26. Awesome. Awesome. So you're the third third owner. Third owner. Yeah. Wow. Yes, okay. sir. Cool. Yeah, it had been in here years ago, and uh, and then I came in and met you today, and I was like, man, I, you seem a little young to have started this that long ago. <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah, maybe with cap guns and such. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last owner was ready to retire and ready for the change of hands, you know. Okay. Cool. So what's been your biggest challenge in, in taking over the business? There's, I imagine, quite a bit involved in, in this particular industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh 
This is a highly regulated industry. It took me six months alone to get my federal firearms license. There was a two and a half hour face-to-face uh, -face interview with the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, for those not familiar, um, just to get the license. And that didn't include business licenses, uh, tax registration, all that other good stuff out there. Yeah. So all that stuff was a challenge to, uh, to get uh, taken care of because, um, as everybody knows, over this last year, most government agencies are shut down right now. You can't go in person. Everything has to be done appointment. So I was doing tons of that stuff, trying to make uh, things happen with a with a shut down government, with a shut down economy. So that was kind of the first challenge. The the second challenge is the uh, inventory because, again, because of COVID, because of the election year, because of the defund the police movement, uh, numerous other reasons out there got people uh, wanting to buy firearms and protect themselves and their family. So there's a tremendous demand. Everybody's seen, you know, news uh, segments talking about the high demand of firearms and just through the roof and record sales every month. That's caused a tremendous stain, strain on the uh, inventory, yeah. and uh, the warehouses literally have zero inventory, and so that has been the number one uh, challenge: is piecemealing things together in a shutdown, lockdown economy that has numerous strains on the existing inventory. Bringing that all in while transitioning the place, yeah. and so you know it's been a dance. It's been a dance, definitely. Um, but the customers have been great, the people have been great, uh, all the government regulatory agencies have been great working with me, everybody's aware of the times we're in. But yeah, just working in a shutdown economy, in a shutdown society is really tough. Yeah. All the normal things we take for granted out the window. Yeah. Wow. That's a struggle. Um, but I'm glad you're glad to see you're doing it and, and keeping, keeping a great yeah. store like this around thank you thank so. you what uh, what what is it you guys sell here i know you more than just guns and ammo right yeah uh guns ammo we have uh a lot of the accessories for firearms we have a whole section of military surplus and so that's something else that happened there was another business here in town uh military surplus outpost mm -hmm. that was shutting down because of the uh situation we're in. I bought out their entire inventory. Oh, cool. So I combined basically two existing businesses. And so back there we have uh, tons of military surplus, uniforms, camouflage, boots, you name it. Wow. But uh, something that's very unique to us is we have a gunsmith on site. And he's like 20 plus years experience, uh, professionally trained, certified, and on site six days a week. And so we really, really, really cater to existing gun owners, collectors, uh, people having trouble with their new firearms who can't figure this or that out. Mm -hmm. We bring it into the gunsmith, and I joke that he's a doctor, you know, yeah. and then we're bringing the guns in for surgery. We got to triage them, we got to see what's going on. Yeah. And then he performs miracles, and, and we laugh because we get a lot of doctors here in town bringing their guns. And so it's funny <laughs> to see a doctor coming to someone and be like, Can you help me? You know? And so well, that's something we cater to, man, and, and really. Um, strive for is customer service because honestly you can go buy a gun anywhere okay there's numerous box stores there's tons you know Cabela's just bought Sportsman's Warehouse that just bought 
Bass Pro Shop that just, you know, they're, they're big box stores. Um, what we sell here is service, customer service, and working yeah. with people and helping to explain. So the gunsmith is a huge part of that. Really uh, having him on site. I mean, it can be anything from people's uh, parents, grandparents pass away and they inherit a collection of guns and they know nothing about them and they're like, is this even something that's functional or I have no idea about it and we check it out. So people will come in and they'll be like, I got a live one and they just came from the range and they got a bullet stuck in their, their gun and it's live and they're like, get out of the way and we rush it back there and he, he handles it. Um, and so yeah, it's the customer service and the gunsmithing that we really focus on. Okay. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, what? Uh, how did how did you get into the industry? You mentioned kind of growing up in in shooting sports and stuff. Yeah, just since I was a kid, as long as I can remember, growing up around it. I had a lot of family in the military. Uh, a lot of family out in Fort Worth, Dallas area. That what they do for fun is go to gun shows and okay. gun stores and talk about guns and take them apart and. I mean, it, at one point, you know, as a kid, I'm just like, why am I around this? I want to be skateboarding and all this stuff. <laughs> and then I just, little by little, it's kind of when I was in middle school when I really started falling in love. I was like, this is cool. This is really something. And you can really learn. There's a whole world out there. And I just kept learning, learning, reading, meeting people, uh, doing that kind of stuff through the years. But it was just a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, cool. just growing up in it. Cool. Now you guys don't just sell new guns here. I saw some antique-looking guns in, the, in yeah. the case. Yeah, you're right, Ben. And so we have antiques, we have used guns, new guns. We have consignments. We take a lot of consignments in for people. And oh, yeah. Yeah, and so that's been one way we've been keeping guns on the shelf is through consignments, uh, because there's people out there that, again, a lot you know a lot of people inherit stuff and they just don't want it. They don't care. It's meaningless yeah. to them or. People want to come trade this for that, and, and it's like, hey, absolutely. And so, again, the gunsmith comes into play, checks everything out, makes sure everything's legit, good quality, and we put it out there. And then collector's items, say, you know. Uh, there's a Colt pistol from the late 1800s. It's almost $5,000. Wow. And, you know, you want to take it out and shoot it. It's almost impossible to find ammo for it. But, man, you should see people... Uh, just drooling over some of these older collectors that we got. Oh, yeah. There. yeah, and so, you know, we have that stuff, which is used, but it's collectors, to new stuff, to transfers, you know, and transfers are done um, when somebody uh, buys a gun online, and uh, contrary to popular belief, you can't just buy a gun and get it sent to your house. They can buy a gun, they can pay for it, but it gets sent from a licensed federal firearm dealer to another federal firearm dealer, and that's it. And so we get a lot of those transfers coming in. We do a small uh, fee to do the background check for people, and then it's it's theirs, you know? Okay. And so, you know, that's uh, something else that we see a lot of. Okay, so that's that's a great service. So people that buy their guns online sure. can get it shipped to you. Yes, sir. Do they coordinate that with you ahead of time, or they just buy it online and indicate on the website, yeah, I want to have it come to custom cartridge? Or? They can do whatever makes them feel comfortable. We have some people that uh, they'll come in here before they even attempt to purchase something and just want to fill it out and say, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to go ahead and do it, just giving you a heads up to other people. They're so comfortable with the process. They just order it, and when the 
UPS or whoever sends the shipping notification that it arrived, they show up before I can even call <laughs> them, you know? And so yeah. we have both of those we ha uh, types going on. Um, uh, it, it is a it is a huge service uh, that that people really need right now. Yeah. Now, can can you buy ammo and have it shipped directly to you, or does that have to go to a licensed licensed vendor as well? No, uh, they can they can purchase it. Twenty one years of age and older, and there the couriers can ship it from there. The licensed people, regular people, can't just ship ammo to each other and they frown on that okay but these companies can and you can get it sent to your house uh shipping's pretty expensive and it's it's also really hard to find right now but yes yeah. you can okay mm -hmm. cool. uh well get, getting a little personal again what what's your favorite thing about living in las cruces oh man um honestly the people man the people uh the warmth of the people, the openness of the people, the sense of community, and it, uh, you know, and, and and branching off of that is like the restaurants, the the music, the businesses. But those to me are still the people of Cruces, yeah. and that's where it's at. And I, I uh, absolutely uh, love the warmth of the people here, man. The openness, the different walks of life just just talking and relating with each other and there's something that saddens me is to see people become polarized um because uh to me here this is a very unique place we're in and it was like a micro microcosm of america like a melting pot for real here yeah and that's why i truly believe in the importance of the the businesses whether it was a coffee or this or that is not about what we're selling or doing or anything like that it's about the community it's yeah. about the sense of community the networking the people the jobs the employees the ideas all that uh and honestly that's something i've loved about whitney from the beginning always to work with her always is that and that's the magic it's magic yeah yeah and that's so awesome. that's awesome man uh what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received in getting your business started or in just in life in general uh, I mean, one that has been tremendous from the beginning is to put the blinders on because the minute you decide to do something like this, people come out of the woodworks to tell you you're in over your head, you don't know what you're doing, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I learned a long time ago, just put the blinders on, go forward, only deal with people that are on the same wavelength because they just come out of the woodworks and they try to, you know, hit yep. with all that. But uh, I stay open to... to people with more experience, with more education, with all that in, in the particular areas. I don't just shut somebody off, um, but I don't listen to that type of negative yeah. input. It's yeah. not welcome. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Stay away from the haters and stay away from the naysayers. Yeah, that's why I told them, I said the first rule in here is absolutely no jelly hating. All right, because <laughs> it happens and it destroys people and people need encouragement and they need a sense of community and, yeah. and strength. And it's, and that's just in regular times. But in times like this, it's, it's, it's invaluable. It's yeah. a must, man. People must encourage each other. They must. Definitely. Definitely. Well, how can people get a hold of you and, and give us the address to the store here? All right. Yeah. So uh, we are here in Las Cruces. We're on South Main Street. Uh, it's 3225 South Main Street, uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. 
Our phone number is 575-523-7900. Uh, and just call. Uh, ask for John. I'll answer any questions. I'll walk you through it. You know, whatever. Whatever I can do to help. And um, for those of you that were used to visiting me at the coffee shop, I'm still on Main Street and I'm still on the same side of the street. Just a little bit down, all right? So a further south. Yeah. Right <laughs> so, yeah. So you guys on, uh, do you guys have a website or on social media or anything? Custom Cartridge uh, Company.com is our website. Custom Cartridge on uh, Facebook. And no Instagram yet, but we're on Facebook. Come check us out. We'll post some stuff from time to time. And cool. Yeah. Sounds great. Thanks, John. Appreciate cool. it. Thanks for joining us today on the Las Cruces Roundup. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and anywhere podcasts are found. Hope you enjoyed today's guest, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week.